0: We give you a praise. You are
1: glorious, Hallelujah. So glorious in your ways. God, you are glorious so glorious in your ways. God, you're glorious. Glorious in all of your ways. Glory to your name, God. Glory to your name, God. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Well, good morning, wives who wore. It is Saturday morning and we are up. (laughs) We are up giving God the glory for yet another day. For the mere fact that he woke us up this morning, that he kept us throughout the night. That he kept us and woke us with a sound mind. That he's given us the activities of our limbs. I was able to put my earrings on, right? I was able to brush my teeth, stand on my own two feet, to put some clothes on. So many aren't able to care for themselves, but This morning, we give God thanks for the little things, the fact that I have breath in my body, the fact that I'm able to put words together, to even know my name. So I'm thankful for that. Um, If it be God's will, my mother will make 85 years of age on Friday, January the 13th. And she texted me yesterday randomly, And um, she said to me in her text message, five years cancer-free in my right breast, and 19 years since heart surgery. And on the ninth of this month, it will be three years cancer-free in her left breast. So I have a lot to be thankful for. I have a lot to be thankful for because it could have gone another way. But God, he is a healer. He is a sustainer. He is a keeper. When everybody else counts you out, God says not so. So I'm thankful on this morning for her. I'm thankful on this morning for the God that I serve who saw fit to keep her, right? And we take them for granted because, yes, they get on our nerves. You know, it's it's mama and daughter, right? But I'm thankful to God that she's here to get on my nerves. Um, So thank you all for celebrating her with me because I plan to celebrate her in a way that she won't even, um, she has no idea about. So, good morning, God morning. Um, This morning we are talking about victory over temptation. And Victory Over Temptation, and we're we're coming from 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, it reads, no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also so that you will be able to endure it first corinthians 10 and 13 no temptation has overtaken you but such as is common to man and god is faithful he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation. God will provide the way of escape so that you will be able to endure it. In the midst of temptation, God provides you a door. He provides you access to get out if we choose to take it. So wise, every day our husbands face temptation, but I'm not talking about the temptations of his favorite calorie-laden desserts Or even mine, but the kind of temptation that brings damage to him, others, and his walk with God. Every day, Satan brings custom made temptations into his life, into our lives. One tactic Satan uses against your husband is to make him think his temptations are unique to him. The devil is a liar. He may feel he is the only one facing the temptations. Again, the devil is a liar. This particular verse, 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, is reminding us that we are all tempted. Being tempted is not the sin. Every man is tempted with lust, anger, hatred, and greed. But God promises that with every temptation our husband's face, he will provide a way of escape. Victory over temptation is promised to the man of God who will look for a way of escape. That's the key. Even in the midst of the temptation, we have to have enough on the inside of us, enough God on the inside of us to see the way of escape that God has provided for us. Just like the emergency exit chart on the on the back of a hotel door, or when you're flying on the airplane and before you even begin to taxi, the stewardesses, right? The flight attendants are telling you where the exit doors are. Two in the front, two in the side on the side, right? And then two in the back. Even when we go into places. Because what is going on in the world, we begin to identify our exit strategy should something jump off. Just as we have identified the exits, just in case, that's what God is saying. God is saying, I provide a way of escape for every temptation. Just like the emergency doors. God has made an escape route for every temptation that comes our way, our husband's way, our children's way. He can overcome the temptations as he submits his life to God and looks to him for the escape route. I know that I've needed to find several escape routes in my own personal life. And I'm thankful that God provided a way out. Because had he not given me a way out, I would have been caught up, caught up in the things that were not of God. From the very beginning, mankind has yielded to temptation. Genesis 3, 1 and 6 tells us that. Let me let me pull up scripture um, from this place. So Genesis one and three says, then God said, let there be light and light began to shine. He saw the light. Uh, Genesis three, my apologies, ladies. Genesis three, one through six. The snake was the most clever of all the wild animals that the Lord God had made. The snake spoke to the woman and said, woman, Did God really tell you that you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman answered the snake, no, we can eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but there is one tree we must not eat from. God told us you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. You must not even touch that tree or you will die. But the snake said to the woman, trickery, you will not die. God knows that if you eat the fruit from the tree, you will learn about good and evil. And then you will be like God. Verse six says, the woman could see that the tree was beautiful, deception, and the fruit looked so good to eat. She also liked the idea that it would make her wise. So she took some of the fruit from the tree and ate it. Her husband was there with her, so she gave him some. That's because he was so in love, his nose was wide open that she could have had enticed him to do anything. So she gave him some of the fruit and he ate it also. From the very beginning, Genesis 3, 1 and 6, mankind has yielded to temptation. Today, the tempter continues his work to entice mankind to commit sin. Satan, who is the prince of the power of of the air, successfully entices the majority of mankind to commit sin every day. Ephesians, excuse me. Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. In the past, you were spiritually dead because of your sins and the things you did against God. Verse two says, yes, in the past your lives was full of those sins. You lived the way the world lives following the rules of the evil powers, Satan, that are above the earth. That same spirit is now working in those who refuse to obey God. Satan, the prince of the powers of the air, successfully entices the majority of mankind to commit sin. Most especially, the tempter concentrates his powers on us, Christians, we believers, who he wishes to go back into sin and fall away from God. You could be right perusing the TV channels and your eye will become fixated our husband's eyes will become fixated on something that they saw pass through the channels and what happens the dial goes back because that's the that's the temptation from the enemy every commercial got a woman right laying on the hood of a car hamburger commercial no clothes on that's the trick of the enemy it's the way that the TV People get their money because we become fixated on the channel. We become fixated on what they are plotting against us. Who exactly is temptation? Or what exactly is temptation? Excuse me. Temptation is a testing. It's to prove that I can get you. Something, sometimes temptation is translated test, referring not to enticement to sin, but the proving of a person's faith. Yes, Marilyn, exactly why. The word tells us to guard our gates, our eye gates and our ear gates. It is absolutely important. So it's not in the enticement, right? It's in the proving of one's faith. Can I stay the course? Is my faith in God strong enough to get me out of this situation? The girl at the water cooler, the dude at the water cooler, right? The cable technician, whoever it is, the housekeeper, whoever. Is my faith secure enough in the one that I call God to keep me from falling? Temptation refers to the enticement or solicitation to do evil. The devil puts us in, excuse me, the devil puts us to test, trying to lead us to commit the sin god allows us to be tested not everything is from the enemy sometimes god will allow the test to come to see if what i'm speaking out of my mouth aligns with my stance i say i'm a woman of god i say i'm a man of god so god brings the temptation will they resist it or will they fall will they and god allows us to be tempted from various sources he gives satan permission to test us, to, to tempt us daily spiritual attacks by satan and his forces through the things of the world living in the flesh which is why he tells us to mortify the flesh daily our emotions Cause us to sin. Your sin could be we overeat, which is gluttony, which is a sin. Yet God does ever discreetly and directly and deliberately or on purpose entice us, and He tempts us to commit. But how do we gain victory over temptation? We gain victory over temptation by putting our faith in God. Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6 and 16 says, and also use the shield of faith with which you can stop all the burning arrows that come from the evil one. Use the shield of faith. How do we stop or how do we have victory over temptation? By using the shield of faith, which can stop all the burning arrows that come from the evil one. It's he, that, it's he that is faithful that God will provide the way of escape. Jesus keeps, Jesus tells us to keep our sword in our hand at all times. To gain victory over temptation, we must think clearly and correctly about temptation. Paul writes, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, ability for what Denise? Ability to stand in it and not be enticed to move into it, to touch it, to feel it, to eat it, to do whatever, to watch it, to listen to it. But he will also provide the way of escape change the channel move the seat don't visit the place anymore change the friends that are causing you to sin all ye of little faith you are not immune to temptation nor is your husband you are not unique when tempted. You are not alone in your temptation. James writes, let no say when he is, let no one say when he is tempted. For I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. If God has to go through the temptations, why wouldn't we? But because we were created in his image. We have the ability to say no. We have the ability to resist the enemy and he will flee, word. Because that's what the Bible says. But each of us are tempted with evil. Every one of us. Because our flesh is weak. And our flesh says, do this, do that. It's when it's in those moments when we need to pause before moving, assess the situation and find the nearest exit. And if the cabin pressure, right, becomes too low, an oxygen mask. God will drop down. And even if you're traveling with small children, it's necessary to secure your own mask before applying theirs. Find yourself a way out before you can help someone else get out. You cannot gain victory over temptation fighting the wrong battles. Do not blame God. Do not trust yourself. Do not be deceived by temptation. Renew your mind. Temptation is a battle of the mind. We often lose when temptation comes because we give up too much territory. Before the battle ever begins, hold your territory hold the line hold the line don't back up do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing you may discern what is that will of what is the will of God what is good acceptable and perfect victory over temptation the spiritual power of a renewed mind finally my brethren whatsoever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise think about these things Think about them. Fight temptation. You gotta fight it. Temptation is a spiritual war. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against spiritual wickedness and dark places. To gain victory over temptation, you must fight. You can't be a punk in the midst of temptation God James gives us a crash course in spiritual for warfare excuse me in one verse submit yourselves therefore to God resist the devil and he will flee from you James 4 and 7 that's it this is a promise from God that if we do these things right submit resist he'll flee That's what God promises us in his word in James 4 and 7. The devil will flee from you like a defeated army in full retreat. But Satan does not withdraw automatically. You must first submit to God. Because in real time, you cannot win over Satan until you learn to lose to God. Our husbands will never be able to win over over temptation. Beat Satan until they learn to lose to God. Denise, what does that look like? Totally surrendered and submitted to the will of God for their lives. Then we got to avoid temptation. You gotta make yourself accountable to godly people, which is why we were praying for our husbands to have godly friends, because they cannot overcome temptation on their own. Who is speaking into your husband's ears? What are they saying? Who is speaking into your ears to keep you from falling? So that you can present yourself faultless unto God. Get you some folks who will tell you the truth. They should be free to ask you personal questions, challenge the answers that you give, and then follow up with you to keep, to ensure that you are keeping your word. Are there any people out there who are? Are, are believers of their words? Are you a word? Are you a man of your word? Are you a woman of your word? When you say yes, you're going to do something, do you do it? When you say no, I'm not going to go over there anymore. Do you hold the line and keep your word? They need to be in your business because godly people in your business keep you on the straight and narrow i mean, be like girl i need you to talk me off the cliff not that i'm going to go out and do something i might be ready to snap on my husband i'll be like Mm-mm. i'm gonna need you to keep me from crossing the line can you pray i need you to pray now where the intercessors at because i'm literally about to cuss him smooth out right it doesn't have to even be going to meet someone. Yes, Tamika, integrity is everything. The word of God tells us that two are better than one. Solomon explains that, and though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. Get you a ride or die that's going to call you on the carpet. Pray that your husband finds him a ride or die that will not just allow him to do any and everything, but will pull his coattail when he out of pocket. Dude, hold up. You're a married woman. I mean, you're a married man. Girl, what is you doing? That husband treats you like a queen. You about to mess that up for what? Two seconds. You better hold the line. Then you got to put the past behind you. In dealing with temptation, we must forget the failures of the past. We got to remember the lessons but we must not let yesterday's failures control our past and determine our future. Move on, shake the dust off your feet and keep it pushing. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you are honest with God, about the sin, he promises his blessings. He'll forgive you. Through the finished work of our advocate, he forgives you. Then he'll cleanse you from all unrighteousness. The God who forgives sin, who also cleanses sin. God can create within you a clean heart and he has the ability to renew your mind. So let the past stay in the past. Just learn from the mistakes for which you made from it. And then set your desires on godly satisfaction. Few more moments. Just follow, don't just follow your heart. Because our hearts are deceitful above all things. So when I say I'm just following my heart, sometimes my heart is not in the right place because your heart can deceive you into thinking this is the will of God, yet all the while it's the enemy pushing and prodding and and testing you to go. So today, I just wanna remind you that every day Satan brings custom made temptations into our lives and into the lives of our husbands. And don't forget that every day God gives us a way of escape. Use the emergency doors, the exit doors that God has made available to us keep your sword and your shield because when in the place of temptation you gotta be able to fight and it's not just a physical fight it is a spiritual fight don't lose sight of who you are and who god has called you to be there's power on the inside of you, just like there's power on the inside of your husband. Yes, some untapped. So today I push you to ask God to show you how to tap into the power that He's invested on the inside of you. He's giving you the tools that you need to overcome. He's given you the ability to pray. He's given you the ability to see spiritually discernment. He's given you an advocate, one who will fight for you because God says, I am your defender. I am a very present help in the time of trouble. Who do you call on in the time of trouble? That reminded me when my sons were young, right? Ghostbusters was the movie. Who are you gonna call? I'm not calling Ghostbusters unless they are spiritual Ghostbusters. Where are my spiritual warriors at? those that know how to get a prayer through, those that know how to go into battle, not just for me, but for my husband. And then when you see something that is out of line or out of alignment, call it out. Don't allow him to watch it if it's offensive. So Father God, today we pray in the name of Jesus. Drop your husband's name in the chat because I'm led to call out their names on this morning. So, Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus that our husbands Ajamu, Earl, Don, Keith, Patrick, Anthony, Dennis, Lonnie, Jerry come on, any others? leo Lee, that we cover these men on this morning that first we apply the blood of jesus over their lives that no weapon formed against them would prosper god in every tongue that rises against them you would judge and condemn. God, we pray that these men, whose names we have just called out unto you, will see that their temptations are no different than any other man's. Today, God, temptation will come into their lives, but we pray, Lord God, that they will see these temptations for what they are and not be moved by what they see. God, we pray that they would only be moved by the word of God. God, we pray that they would see the temptations for what they are, attacks of Satan. God, we pray that you would remind them on today that you have already provided victory for them in the matchless and mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. That you've given them the victory over temptation and you have provided a way of escape for them in the name of Jesus to submit unto you today and look for the way of escape, God, the escape route for which you are providing and will provide for them. God, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that they understand The power that has been invested on the inside of them, Lord God. The power, Father, God, to turn from the temptation. The power, Lord God, to pull down the vain imagination that would try to exalt itself against the knowledge of who you are. God, we decree and declare, Lord God, that they have sound minds on today. God, we apply the blood of Jesus over their minds, God, and we ask that you would renew their minds now. God, we ask that you would sharpen up their tool of discernment, that they would be able to discern the tricks, the schemes, the plots of the enemy. Matter of fact, God, as women, you told us as believers, If one could put a 1,000 to flight, God, and two could put 10,000, Lord God, on this Saturday morning, there are 12 wives on this call. So God, we bind together in unity and we stand and hold the line on the behalf of our husbands. And we pray, Lord God, against the spirit of temptation on today. We come against the spirit of lust. We come against the spirit of perversion. Any mind altering drugs, any mind altering alcohol, God, we come up against that spirit now and we call it void of its power. Our husbands shall have sound minds. Our husbands shall flee temptation based on the exit that you've given them in the midst of the situation. God, we pray victory over our marriages. We shall be victorious. We speak the goodness of God upon our marriages and all demonic agencies of sorrow and hardship must flee. We speak new levels of victory in unity and we agree that our spouses and we agree with our spouses In the name of Jesus, unity, one accord. Unity, one accord. We declare and decree stability and soundness flows in our marriages and all streams of dysfunction are under intense drought in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Our marriages shall not be a statistic of failure, but one of success, righteousness, accuracy, and legacy in the name of Jesus. we speak to all spirits of seduction and illegal conversation and we abort them in the spirit realm now and we apply the blood of jesus over them for at the name of jesus every knee must bow and every tongue must confess we decree god's banner over our marriages is love Yeah. We declare love. The banner of love is over our marriage. Got it as wives. We receive grace and wisdom to minister to the needs of our husbands so that they would not be tempted, that that would not be tested. God, that they would not be moved by what they see. God, that they would not be moved by what they hear. So God, give us grace as wives and give us wisdom to minister to the needs of our husbands in the areas of sex, in the area of friendship, in the area of affirmation, in the area of honor and respect. God, in these prayers we ask in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we ask that you would give us grace to be wise helpers to our husbands. That you that we would receive grace to submit and comply with his mission. And we will uphold it. We will honor him and we will pray for him in Jesus' name. We pray and we seal these prayers, these declarations in the mighty name of Jesus and in the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah. God, we glorify you and we magnify your name, God. God, we worship you on this morning for what you have done for what you are doing, oh God, and what you are getting ready to do for eyes haven't seen. God, there is a turning around in the spirit realm that is taking place on this morning, God. So God, we thank you for grace. Grace to sustain grace to submit, grace to yield, God. We thank you, Jesus, for the turning that's taking place in the spirit realm on this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, that we will hold the line as wives. We thank you, Jesus, That because you are giving our husbands godly friends, that they'll be also able to hold the line. They'll be able to keep themselves as we keep ourselves. Oh God, God, you said in your word that you would keep us and prevent us from falling. So God, we're crying out to you on this morning, God, to not allow us to fall. God, help us to hold on, help our husbands to hold on, God, to not succumb to their flesh, but only to succumb to your word. God, we believe you on this morning and we believe your word for you are not a man that would lie. So God, we believe you and we trust you. God, our faith has been renewed. Our faith has been renewed, God. We feel our strength. Lord Jesus. Marriages being renewed, minds being renewed. New level of intimacy in our marriages. Restore, renew. Replenish, recommit. Yeah, reaffirm. So, God, we know that your promises are yes and amen. we do thank you in advance Shannon Lord God for the blessings and the increase in our marriages and yes Marilyn God is a promise keeper so we'll stand on your word God and we'll stand on your promise knowing that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord for those who are called by him And God, we know that you've called us for such a time as this. For with man, it is impossible. (laughs) But with God, all things are possible. So God, show up. Show up as the breaker. We call forth Bill Perizine. Show up as the breaker. God and break us through on this morning. Show up as the breaker, God and break us through on this morning. Break us through. As the deer panteth for the water, so our soul longeth after you, God. Hallelujah. 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 God, we love and honor you. For you do great and marvelous things. Yeah. Signs, wonders, and miracles we shall see in this year things we've been asking God for and praying for. In the previous years, I believe God with all of my heart, he's going to bring into full manifestation in the year of 2023. I so believe that in my spirit. Because when you Add up 2023. I was telling Prophetess Janelle this yesterday morning. It's seven. And seven denotes spiritual perfection. God is going to perfect the very things that have been concerning you in this year. And I'm holding God to his word. everything that was not perfect in the previous years, everything that concerned you in the previous years, because this is the year of 2023. God is going to perfect it, those things in the spirit realm Take God at His word, and as a wife, write down today in your in a, in your journal, the one that you downloaded or printed, <laughs> minister. Write down in your journal. the areas for concern for you put a date by them and then i need you to get a scripture and put the scripture next to it right so if your concern has been i don't know let's just say um lack Let's say lack of finances i need you to get a scripture for the word based on your concern listen and you ain't got to go far because the financial declarations are in uh, in the back of the journal so let's just say that your area of concern is black. I need you to put a scripture on it. And I need you to say, let's just for instance, right? John 1. This year will be our best financial year ever. Or because we operate according to God's system of seed time, And harvest. Now, listen, don't use the scripture if you're not tithing. And we believe that when we sow seed into good ground, we reap an immediate hundredfold return. So, you would then write the scripture to correlate to your concern. Then you'll be able to come back when God does it. And notate the fact that God perfected that area of concern for you because his word says he'll perfect the things that concern you. If it's your children, write their names down. Put a scripture that you're standing by for each one of them, right? Literally, there are scriptures in the back concerning your children. Whatever you need, whatever you right, Tamika. Minister Tamika says Psalms twenty-three and one: "The Lord is my shepherd, and there is no lack in our lives." According to His Word, the Lord is our shepherd, and we shall not want. That means want for nothing, want for anything, because God says, "I'll supply all your needs according to My riches and glory." Put a word on it. Why? Because God's word holds weight. I literally just heard the Lord say that. Why, have, Denise? Why am I why are you asking them to put a word on it? God says, because my word holds weight. My word holds weight. Meaning it'll do what I tell it to do, meaning it will accomplish what I command it to accomplish. God's word holds weight. If it's your children, on page 139, there's scriptures for them Do the work. We cannot be lazy women who wore. This job of wife is not for the faint at heart, honey. You got to be girded up on every side. Your rear gate got to be covered. Your side gates got to be covered. Your front gate has got to be covered. Your feet. Your head, every part of you has to be covered in the word of God, in the blood of God. So listen, as we leave here, because I've kept you and I I apologize in advance. Actually, I don't apologize. Um, Cover your husbands today in prayer that they would not be tempted by what they see in the world, that they would not be moved by what they see, that they would not be moved by what they hear, but that they would only be moved by the Word of God, that my husband would not be moved by what he sees, that my husband would not be moved by what he hears, but that my husband would only be moved by the word of God. And the word of God declares that my husband Lonnie Smith is victorious. So that's what I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord because it's written in his word. Amen. Tomorrow is Sunday it is day seven. Tomorrow you are praying for your husband on your own. You are praying day seven over your husband tomorrow on your own. Do not become laxed between today and tomorrow and not do the work. You've not come this far to quit. You've not come this far just because we're not going to meet corporately that you can't do the work. Yes, Kara, I stand with you. Marilyn, I stand in agreement with you that the Lord would arrest your husband and that his purpose, God's purpose, would be fulfilled in his life. We decree and declare that Earl is victorious in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Lee will not be moved by what he sees. Lee will not be moved by what he hears. Janelle Lee will only be moved by the word of God. Tamika, my brother, Anthony is victorious daily, daily. Keith is victorious in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Lee is victorious over every dart, over every trick, over every plot, and over every scheme of the enemy. Lee has already won the battle. Patrick is victorious in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. He shall not be moved by what he sees. He shall not be moved by what he hears but he shall be moved by the word of God. We decree and declare that even now, God is pricking Patrick's spirit man and is causing him to arise even now. Hallelujah. For every spiritually dead husband, we speak to their spirit man on this morning and we command you to arise and take your rightful position in the kingdom of God. Get up. Yeah. Get up. So again, tomorrow morning, you're on your own. I will see you all back here Monday morning. 5 30 a.m pacific time listen yeah 5 30 in pacific time get up and stand strong get up out of the grave and we decree and declare that our husbands will arise and shine on today I love you all. Pray for me um, as I travel this morning um, to stand up in the Father um, for the Becoming Women's Conference um, this morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So I ask that you guys cover me, um, that I would be able to do what the Father has Um, called me to do this morning. I love you all. Have an amazing day. Be careful out there. Um, And I will see you guys on Monday morning.